Hello, and welcome to Mike, DJ, and Doc, the show that plants seeds for cultivating new culture. Hello, and welcome back to the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast. If this is your first time listening to the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast, welcome. But if you done heard us before, you family now. Hey, Doc, how you doing? Hey, all is well, Mike. How are you today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, Like I said, we're dealing with this fall weather, like we were saying off the air there. Dealing with this fall weather, but uh, all is good now. And uh, we're just going to take it day by day because we know winter is next. So let's enjoy before the cold and freezing come in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. What's the weather like down there? And it's, it's, it's very pleasant. Very pleasant. Been in need of some rain because it didn't rain the whole month of September. So, yeah, but um, mm-hmm. it's just very pleasant. About 75 degrees right now. So, yeah. All yeah. Right. Good deal. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. First thing I want to mention to our listeners is thank you for your support of the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast. We are growing and we thank you for all the ones who are sharing and telling everybody about us. I mean, for the, our last guest that we had in Mr. Carl Farrell on uh, episode 37, when we was talking about uh, America's sleeping giant, the unrealized votes, I tell you what, a lot of people tuned in to see that video. And we just want to continue to say thank you and continue to bring you topics on different things that affect your everyday life. And uh, we're excited about the future of Mike, DJ, and Doc as we proceed forward. And again, thank you. Now, on today's episode, we're talking about overcoming conflict with difficult people. Now, we know that's a very serious topic, but we know we're going to find some humor somewhere in some of those, some of our discussion, because, you know, sometimes you you just think this is funny how this is playing out. But right, okay. we're hoping to, uh, once we're done with this, that, hey, you, you you hear something that impacts your life, that helps to move the needle for you with that person or people or family member that you're dealing with that may appear to be difficult. And sometimes, guess what? It may not be them. <laughs> it may be, uh-huh. You may need to look in the mirror. So anyway, <laughs> we're hoping to come across that and, and help in that area. Yeah. All right. Well, Doc, we're going to set the table this with this one. Okay. We're going to set it using Proverbs. We're going to set it with a Bible scripture today. And we're actually going to do two because I thought it was very uh, important to not only use the scripture, but also just use a common quote from a past president. So the first one is setting the table. Proverbs 29 verses 22 and 23. I'm going to be reading the Good News translation just for more clarity people with quick tempers cause a lot of quarreling and trouble arrogance will arrogance will bring your downfall but if you are humble you will be respected all right and then the second one our second Uh quote to set the table comes from uh former president ronald reagan peace is not the absence of conflict it is the ability to handle conflict by peaceful means. So, we know as we go into dealing conflict, that's mean uh, having a difference of opinion, difference of a way of doing things, different right. way of point of view, a vision of some things. But uh-huh. 
we hope that after listening to this episode that we'll have a some kind of way to bridge over that to bring people yes. together. All right? Man, yes. So different types of difficult people. So that helps the conversation here. You got one type that's known as downers, as known as negative Nancys, Debbie Downers. They always have something bad to say. They complain, they can critique and judge. They are almost impossible to please. That's one. Number two, better dance. Also are known as know-it-alls, one-uppers or show-offs. They like mm. to try impressing you, name-dropping, and comparing. And then we have passive. Now, this is one that we usually don't recognize because of the way they approach. Also known as pushovers. Yes, men. Weaklings. They don't contribute much to conversation or people around them. They sit back and let others do the hard work. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, Being a boy. passive. <laughs> they yeah. sit back and let everybody else do everything. Oh, All right. They boy. don't really offer anything. They just, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I know we're going we to get deep yeah. in that one. <laughs> All Man. right. And then you got one with the term uses tanks. I also known as being explosive, handful of bossy. They want their way and will do anything to get it. Mm-hmm. All right. Those are a couple of things that we're going to talk about. Doc, let's okay. start off with some Debbie Downers. Debbie Downers. I mean, Debbie Downers. I mean, wow. have you ever ran across somebody that every time you try and explain something to you to them or give them an idea or even work with their idea, all they do is complain about how it's not working? Yes, <clears throat> definitely. They that is a very common group, and um, you really, you know. <laughs> I can go so many directions with that group. Hey, pick one, because Doc. That, it's, yeah, it's, it's pick one. I mean, okay, all right. First, I'm going I'm to I'm interject the scripture because I see complaining in there. Yes. In the Bible, it talks about one of the guys said, I complained and my spirit overwhelmed me. Mm-hmm. The person's complaining that complains, they're overwhelming themselves. Mm-hmm. So the more you try to help a complaining person, you know, it's literally impossible for them to ever see the silver lining, <laughs> see <laughs> anything good mm-hmm. in any situation because they complain so much. The scripture says, and they're overwhelmed by their complaining. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it clouds their inib- their ability to ever see things better, to think better, and to and whatever you, on your mind comes out your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, and as a person think it, so are they because you speak it and they continue to create their realities in life. Mm-hmm. And they're always, woe is me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's a perpetual state of complaining. And even, you know, in the scripture, you know, God hated the complaining of the Israel. Mm-hmm. You know, when they complain and complain, I mean, more people, a lot of them went down for that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because God couldn't do nothing in their lives. No matter what he did, they complained about it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know, we got we didn't we don't have enough. They complained about that. We got too much. We complained about that. Now it's just right. They complained. Nothing God could do mm. to complete the Debbie Downers. 
So they've mm-hmm. been there since the beginning of time. Just, that's right. <laughs> so I mean, even yeah. even in the in the workplace, when you're working on certain projects oh, and certain teams yes. and different things like that, and yes. a vision is presented to the team of what they need to accomplish, you always got that one person in there that no matter what is always going to look at what is not going to work. I mean, it's like they zoom in on that. No pun right, intended. Yes. You know, it's like they look yeah. at in order for the stop the project. Sometimes I think they just literally there to stop the project. But yeah. but like I said, as we who can who see it as a challenge to overcome, sometimes uh-huh. we we see that as a challenge and then we start working on okay, guess what? We're going to have to operate in faith to see above what we can see in the natural. Because right. sometimes when they when a person is looking and complaining about what's not, they're looking at what's happening right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yes. don't they don't look how something can come in and be added to it and turn it in a whole another direction yes. that help you to accomplish the goal of what the group is coming together for. And yes. and that's that's what we have to be aware of. And another thing, when you that one person who is seeing over that, uh-huh. you got to stick to your guns, too. You oh, yeah. Yes, you, you got to, because. That Debbie Downer spirit is a dream-killing spirit. Mm-hmm. It kills dreams. It kills vision. You know, it comes to kill momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, potential. <laughs> it wants to stop the bill. Mm-hmm. It wants to stop the progress. That's that's what it comes to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, definitely. And so, and what you got to understand about complaining people, the Debbie Downers, they overwhelm other people with their complaining spirits. Talk about it. And so... Man, you know, so therefore you can create a great, a negative domino effect. They can create a negative domino effect with that Debbie Downer spirit because it's easier for people to find a reason not to do than it is for them to find purpose to do. You know what I'm saying? So the Bible says you need to say that again. (laughs) You need to say that again. It's easier for people to find reason not to do mm-hmm. than to find purpose and motivation to do. I'm saying, Glory, because to find purpose and motivation to do mean I got to think outside the box. There you go. Mean I got to, I got to sow. I got to, I got to dig. I got to work. Come on, say I got to be energetic. Mm-hmm. I got to be purposeful. I can't just be status quo. I can't just do like I normally been doing. You built a home before. Mm-hmm, I'm yes. pretty sure at some point they needed some more money. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Something else needs to be done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something that wasn't so, in the original plan. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then even probably y'all could have changed your mind on some things and be like, well, let's make the ceiling higher. Let's do this. Let's create this. Mm-hmm. You know why? So because you, you got momentum already going. Mm-hmm. So you sustained it because you had too much invested in it. Debbie Downers have nothing invested in nothing. Oh, wow. Nothing invested in nothing but a complaint, mm-hmm. but a negative, but a critic, mm-hmm. <laughs> but Absol- a naysayer. Absolutely. Well, i tell you what, let's move on from the Debbie Downers now. Let's go to the vet- better dance, the people that think they know it all. And you can't get a word in edgeways because they are dominating the conversation with wow. a lot of I want to say unnecessary information because sometimes in order to dominate the conversation, you only can say so much about one point anyway. 
But when right. they keep throwing in a bunch of stuff anyway, just to make them appear to be smarter than that, sometimes they're dealing with some own self-esteem issues, you know? Yeah, that's it right there. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. and that's the root. That's one of the root causes of that spirit. You know, um, it's 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 pride, yeah, and um, you know, pride, uh, low self esteem. You know, probably they've been through you know abusive was brought up in an abusive situation with a lot of negative uh, things were spoken over them mm-hmm. and, you know, and they felt like people controlled them when they were young. So now ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. And now they got to try to prove themselves. And I, I know something, this, that, and the other, and which they, they really need to be delivered. They need healing. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. That, I mean, definitely because there's a root cause to why a person would really want to feel like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times these people's lives you know, are incomplete. Sometimes it's just some jacked up. Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking at schools of thoughts here. Yeah. And be like, why can't you tell this person nothing? I mean, dude, you ain't, you, you ain't got a pot to, you know, <laughs> uh, when, you know, you know, you old school to, hear, to understand with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. And it's like, hey, you talking crazy. You know, can't nobody tell you, you know, what you got to lose. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But they're so headstrong, mm-hmm. bullheaded. You Stubborn. know what I'm saying? Why? Because ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this is what we need to do. And this is how we did it over there. Well, go back over there then. Because mm-hmm. evidently it didn't work over there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, so. that's true. Like you said, they're name dropping everybody they know and different things like that. Because yeah. it's, yes. it's an esteemed thing. And, it's, and yeah. don't, hey, don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with networking with people. Because a lot right. of things Not are correct. done with good networking. And yes. and it most times it's good networking. I'm gonna tell you like this, and I'm only gonna segue just a partial. It's networking uh-huh. with people outside your circle. Networking with people outside your circle. I I heard the uh, quote said one time. And I I don't know who penned it. I done heard several people use it. Is if you're the smartest one in your group, you're in the wrong right. group. Yes. You know what I mean. If you're yes. the smartest one in your group, yes. you're in the wrong group. So. Yes. Networking outside of your group into other groups is going to be necessary sometimes just to get things done that you need to get done. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. And I'm going to interject this here while we just on this topic, and then we're going to move on. Uh, I've I've heard in some of Bishop T.D. Jake's sermon talking about how your next level, when you get into the room, you're not going to be able to say anything. You're just going to be in the room, and your job is only to sit and listen. That's good. Your job is yes. only to sit and listen because it's not your time once you you step into that next level room. And some of us, like you said, some of us who feel like we are know-it-alls and this, that, and that, we yeah, want to step wow. into the next level room and want to dominate like you did in the one you did previously. And you then right. you learn lately, guess what? You don't know as much as you do know. You thought you knew. Correct. Yes. And, yes. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, this is another old saying, adage or whatever is, it's better to be quiet and be thought of as a fool than open up your mouth and confirm it. Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And I know I didn't I know I didn't pin it just right, but somebody right. that is listening hey, to this that, podcast that knows exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very clear. <laughs> yes. And that's good. Yes, definitely. And and you know, and and 
and men and women have to be taught that principle. Yes. You, you, you know, because you can be the most intelligent and smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But there are certain times where you just have to just sit there mm-hmm. and still don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And be observant and still can take note and learn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's always a lot to learn. You just got to know when. You mm-hmm. got to know when to hold it and when to fold it. Just, I mean, <laughs> you you got to know when. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can learn. You can learn everything what not to do in a room. Yes. And you know, you know what I'm saying? By mm-hmm. being somewhere, by being in an organization or something, sometimes you just there to learn everything not to do. There don't say go. nothing. Don't try to fix that. You just learn it. How that don't work. <laughs> so when you build your own and go over here, mm-hmm. you'll know exactly what didn't work and what not to do. But if you always, man, you tearing this up and you tearing your own up. That's right. And you'll yeah. never advance like that. <laughs> never. You'll never advance never. like that. All right. Yeah. Uh, on another, on the same thing on that topic, real quick, is I remember going to a training class down in Florida. And the company that I was working for at that time or working for was was the trainer was saying, well, I know how everything works in your company because a lot of people have been sent down here to train for this training. And they don't do it quite like the system is set up to be done, but it still works for them. But what I'm going to teach you here, I'm going to teach you how to do it the right way. I'm going to teach you how to do it the right way. And when you go back, don't worry about trying to change it. Because, like I said, it it won't be in your time. But okay. as time goes on and once you're in control, uh-huh. that's when you go and change it and do it the right way. So uh-huh. like you were speaking on earlier, teaching someone to do it the right way, sometimes still it takes a while before you uh-huh. get the opportunity to put it into play. You have to right. be patient and let everything play out. But once you are in that position where you are in control of what is happening, that's when you slowly go away from what has been and start injecting it what the correct way should have been. Okay, right. Mm, that's good. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking yeah. about. It's nothing wrong with, like you said, being intelligent, but it's it's everything has its place and time. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Man, that's it. All right. I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back on the Mike DJ and Doc podcast. Oh, yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Silver Cup Investments. All right. Welcome back to the Mike DJ and Doc podcast, where we're talking about overcoming conflict with difficult people. Before we took our first break, we talked about the Debbie Downers, the Negative Nancys. And then we talked a little bit about the better dans and the know-it-alls and the one-uppers. Now we want to talk a little bit about the passives. Passives are known as pushovers. Uh, yes men and weaklings. They don't hmm. contribute, they don't contribute much to conversations or people around them. And they let others do all the work. So Working on a team with somebody like that, that's still a difficult situation, even though it's not confrontational. It's still a conflict when you're trying to get a specific goal done and you're not getting the full input 
from everybody who was selected for that team. And individuals dealing with that, that can be pretty tough because, I mean, if they're not bringing everything they were supposed to bring to the table, how are we all going to have success? Because we may lose out just because of what they had in withholding. Doc, what do you what do you think? Probably a, a individual dealing with that. How would he he get some help there? Well, I mean, sir, the person you know, this type of person, for one, they're lazy. Let's we'll we'll back into it. <laughs> Go <laughs> Let ahead. Others do the work. <laughs> <Go> ahead. <laughs> and um, you know, that is a common person nowadays. <laughs> you know, I mean, especially with everything going on. Uh, in this world and in America. And the, it's just like the workforce is just not like it used to be. Uh, you know, a lot of people just want to show up mm-hmm. but don't want to work, you yeah, know, yeah. And, and there's a difference. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's no conviction about, you know, seeing another man tolling and working hard and going hard. These people have no, they have no conviction. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll sit back and just let another person do it all. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just like, like, you know, how how were you taught that, you know, I mean, I couldn't see you carrying and struggling with something and you like, dude, you know, or your wife and I mm-hmm. not do nothing, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I'm saying? Kind courtesy, be, you know, having compassion and conviction, man. I, I mean, help, help, you know, help, help add a helping hand. Mm-hmm. I see you pushing your truck down the street because out by yourself man i mean is it we don't live it's not that's not that common no more mm-hmm. i mean people will see there and let you sit there and let you do it all mm-hmm. you know and then show up for pay they want the same pay yeah and um you know it's it's just like you know it's the spirit of laziness you know entitlement a sense of somebody owes them something mm-hmm. you know back in the day man we you know we we looked at a job man as this is a reward, man. I'm grateful for this job. Yeah. I'm going to do what I got to do to be here. I mean, dude, we get people that call, man, I ain't got no gas to come to work. Yeah. You know, I'm like, <laughs> man, you know, I deal with <laughs> pay the stuff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the show, go through the, the interview process. The essentials. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, and uh, I ain't got a babysitter. What the, huh? Well, you make, you got to, you got to get, but we live in that day and time nowadays. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and want something for nothing. They really want you to feel sorry for them. Always calling in. I mean, back in the days, it was strong point systems. It's mm-hmm. a lot of places don't have point systems no more because they wouldn't have the majority of these new folks. These new folks you know what? Were, hold on. Hey, hold on. Doc. Hold yeah. that thought right there. Because yeah. I, when you say point system, I do re- remember it on some earlier jobs that, you know, you got, uh, if you missed a day, you got a point for this or if, yeah. uh, un- unexpected excuse absence some you had points and then after you got to a certain yes. point you know that you'll be on the cuffs uh cusp of getting terminated yes. you know you late one and more time up. right you late one <laughs> yeah. more time you know that that's it but you but you yeah. know when when you mention that nowadays that uh jobs don't have that anymore it's it's almost like it's a over i want to say let's nationwide system of more leniency than ever before with yes. companies and workers and different things like that because like you yes. said it used to be a shortage of if you didn't get a job it would be a while before you got another one correct and, and yeah you, and you would be you would be hungry if right. you didn't have a job but right. now it yes. seems like it's plenty of jobs for those who want to go get them and right. 
since it's like that, they more lenient because you you almost gotta do what you gotta do to keep somebody coming in. Yes, you and know that's it. Yes, and and that's that's gotta be a challenge for a business owner, believe it or not, because yeah. if you have a workforce that's in and out all the time and there's no consistency, right? Yes, it's, it's hard for you to meet the numbers that you need to meet in order to be profitable. And it is. like I said, that's that's a challenge. But yeah, that like I said, but having that person, let's segue back in, that passive person, that person needs to, like you said, realize, guess what? I am on this for a reason. I'm on this yeah. for a reason. And they, like you said, personal conviction to sit back and not say anything or let everybody just come in and get your check and then leave out. Because I didn't. I've been in some situations like that. I'm in some current situations like that, you know, uh-huh. okay. where, where right. you, you could use a little more help from an individual, you know, right. and, and you don't yeah. get it. And it's it's hard to approach them because, like I said, you, you're not in a supervisor role to approach them like that, Okay. you know. So wow. that is that is a difficult one to overcome. But. Yeah, we we're gonna touch a little bit more on how to overcome that because we got a couple more points we're gonna cover that's gonna help okay. us deal with that that passive type individual particularly. But let's move on to the next one: tanks, being explosive, bossy, want everything their way when they want it. my way or the highway. I don't know if y'all ever heard that term yeah. before. Yeah. My way or the highway, yes. come in dictating everything. All in stuff that shouldn't be in and making right. it harder for yes. the ones who are holding down their post. And I mean, it, it makes it hard to deal with that one. But I tell you what, we got to figure out a way to how to do it because you got to work with them. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And that that's the person that's a bully. It's a bully oh, spirit. Oh, there you go. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That, that know, is it. So. <laughs> you know, and once again, there and that person is dealing with what we talked about in the beginning, that word, low self-esteem. There's some esteem issues. Mm-hmm. You know, when you got to be that controlling, that bossy, that dominant force, I mm-hmm. mean, you, you know, you're implementing something that you went through, you know, unresolved issues. I mean, mm-hmm. people, the world, everything that happens out is a byproduct of what happens within. And that means within the home. You know what I'm saying? Things, you know, people get shaped a certain way. And, you know, and so, yeah, I tell people, man, you just know when somebody's dealing with some unresolved issue, this is why there's a lot of conflict. Now, this I'm going to give wisdom to cover every relationship and every person we just deal with. Mm-hmm. This is across the board wisdom. Watch this. When you realize that what that person, that person's behavior has nothing to do with you, you know what I'm saying? That they're dealing with some other deep-rooted issues. Mm-hmm. You can you can maintain more peace and, and maintain your peace with them and how you deal with them. Mm-hmm. Because you know they're wishy-washy. You mm-hmm. know they're shaking. Mm-hmm. You know they're wavering. A double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. Mm-hmm. See, you start internalizing it different. You know they're lazy. You, you, so now I'm looking at like there's an inner issue. You know, this person may speak today. Joyful tomorrow, they may come in, don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. What's that going on? No, you ain't done nothing. That person is dealing with something internal, okay? You know, some unresolved issues. So, people, this all the time now, this takes maturity now and wisdom to deal and be able to overlook these, you know, 
mm-hmm. people that just don't know how to cope with life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just don't, and it, that's just it. And they're still dealing with past pains, and they're dealing with present pains. And then they come on the workforce to come to church and this, that, and the other. I mean, he he a wimp at home, but you want to be a bully at church? <laughs> oh, I, I'll tell you what. I, 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 I tell you, 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 you just said something right there. Hey. An individual who has had a point in their life to where they was totally out of control, whether it's current, pre- present, or past, right. and they're trying to make up for all the time that was out of control by dominating and trying to control every moment from that point on. There you go. That, yes. That, that, that's it right there. I mean, that, that's... Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> Put it on yeah. t-shirt. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. Because that, that's what it is. <laughs> wow. That's done wow. being a point where mm. either past or present that where yes. everything was always out of control so they feel that the only way that they can keep their piece or whatever they're dealing with is to control everything. Yes. And that's it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there you go. I mean, can we, can we interject a former president? Go ahead. All right. Let's look at Donald Trump, for instance. Mm-hmm. Me and guys talk about this. Hey, for instance, um, all his life, his father was in control and power. They, he, he learned money mm-hmm. and what the power of money could do in this world, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because the power of the dollar. Yeah. And so he learned about money. A guy just asked me the other day, said, man, what would you do if you won that billion dollars? I said, man, somebody ain't won the lottery in a while. If it's that much, I said, I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went on in the conversation. And then he was like, I said, oh, man, a lot of people that would win it would go broke because they don't have the mindset. They were not trained to have that kind of power of wealth. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference between having riches and having wealth. Wealth is a mindset where, you know what I'm saying, where I can contain this, maintain this. This is all I know is mm-hmm. wealth. So mm-hmm. it's attracted to you. But a person being taught that and having that kind of money and that kind of power, always seeing what money can do and how people bow down to it. So this 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 begins to determine a person's character, yes, their attitude, how the way they speak how the way they approach life. And if you ever notice, he always speak like he was larger than life. Well, mm-hmm. why? Because that's all he's known is how to be larger and come out on top in any situation. Because if I can't get it right here, I can cut a check. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've always known how to make money work. Well, you know, I mean, this, I mean, this, this is the, uh, the American dollar. The dollar has power in this world system. Mm-hmm. But just to say it determined the person that he became. Mm-hmm. And that's with anyone. You know what I'm saying? So people be like, well, he just needs to, um, you know, he needs to humble himself. I'm just that another. He don't know him. That he, is he his humility. Know that. He doesn't that, know that. Know, not at all. All you know is, that's it, dictatorship. Mm-hmm. What couldn't we move? Right. Well, that's, you know what I'm saying? I mean. That's not in, oh, yeah. that's not in his uh, psyche to ever be that person. Thank you. It, it, there you go. It ain't never been there. From day Correct. one, yes. it ain't never been there. Yes. And see, that we just gonna keep that in sweat segue okay. right on into the next one. Don't okay. try changing them. That's right. one thing. Don't try changing a person. I mean, a mm. difficult person, and we're talking about overcoming conflict with difficult people. I mean, wow. you once you identify, like we went through all those different 
individuals how to identify it. It ain't your job to try to change them. No, nah, not at all. It ain't your job to try to change them. It's it's trying Ooh. to be at least know what you're dealing with. That, yes. That's going to help you overcome is knowing what you're dealing with, first of all. Knowing how to separate yeah. which personality from the other, which requires you to pay attention to that individual. Mm -hmm. Sometimes listen to that individual. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. we all come from different backgrounds. And just like you mentioned, right. Donald Trump comes from a different background. Well, it's hard for us to try to put ourselves in his shoe if you ain't never been there. Come on. Come on. You, if you ain't never been <laughs> Come there. On. There you go. Yes. You, it's hard for you to put yourself in there because everything uh, yes. that you're putting, you don't have no experience backing it. Correct. You don't have no experience wow. backing it. It's all it's all what you done seen, heard, and we know how distorted that that can be wherever you get your information right. from. If you don't have yes. any kind of, quote, I mean, for lack of better words, boots on the ground in that type of environment, you'll never understand that. Not at all. Not at all. Because our struggle is real struggle. You know, we mm -hmm. did what do to survive, have a job, you know. Mm -hmm. Created a savings account, read Dave Ramsey's book. That's no all money rolling. His struggle would have been, well, hell, I ain't get voted, voted the, the king of this situation or the president or the, or the top dog. How can I maneuver the chess pieces to get me in this? It have been all major different struggles. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Which one of these construction crews is I'm going to have utilized the most to get what I really need? Are they going to outbid them because I'm still building my Trump Towers? And the mindset is all the way different. There was never a lack of funding. Right. Well, you know what I mean? Never an issue at the thing, well, we don't have the money. No, because that property can buy this property. And that one, I can pull the equity out of that. It's so much. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And uh, then my name holds weight. Put it on the back mm -hmm. of a tire watch. Put it in a suit. Trump, it holds weight because my name is great. Brand. You know what I'm saying? Brand, <laughs> that man. That is. There you go. Brand yeah. representing <laughs> what it is. Come on. And there you go. Yes. And then, you know, um, my, 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 what was the name of that show? Glory to God. You're fired or something like that. That's, that's it, what it was know, called. It was, it was just, okay, you're fired. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's a whole different dynamic. You know, mm -hmm. you don't even understand that world. You can't even comprehend that world. So quit talking about what well, he need. Huh? He know that do what he make sense to him. Nope. It, my, it, my, my, because that's not his sense realm. <laughs> it, it, it won't even compute. I'm telling not you. at all. So when not I, at all. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, like, on our level, when we're oh, talking about dealing with girl. difficult people is, guess yes. what? Try understanding them. Just like yes. we just mentioned all that, you got to try to understand. Yes. You got to somehow try to put yourself in their shoes if you can. Like yes. we said, we know that situation, we can't. But dealing with everyday people on the job that we have to deal with in organizations or in ministry or in our neighborhoods and our families, you know what I'm saying? Try to understand them. And by doing right. that, that means, guess what? When I mentioned earlier how you got to pay attention to them, you have to try to figure out what is their value system? What right. do they value? Yes. Because usually we make our decisions based on what value, what's valuable to us. Right, correct, and, yes. And if you can try to step out of yourself and listen, maybe build rapport with that person, or even mm -hmm. when you confront them, instead of confronting, right. there's certain words you shouldn't use when you confront somebody. You shouldn't gotcha. confront somebody with the word you. 
You shouldn't even start okay. a sentence with the word you. That's right. Because if you start <laughs> yeah. if you start the sentence with the word you, well, right away, guess what? They're gonna get defensive. Yeah, they're gonna close their statement. They're gonna that's right. They're gonna close yes. their ear to what you're saying. And yeah. then guess what? All the progress that you're trying to make will just be rolling off off of them like water off a duck's back. So yeah. you have to not start it. You need to start this if you feel that this is gonna be something that you need to build and fix, you need to start with from your perspective. I see. Not uh -huh. you. You know yeah. what I mean? So yes. uh, I is like more like, let me let me put the attention on myself to let them know this, the conflict is not them, but that uh -huh. we can at least talk about it. And right. if you don't identify what, then you know how to understand them and then listen to them and let them express their value system. Because maybe they're right. not trying to do anything against you. It may not, like you uh -huh. said earlier, it may not have nothing to do with you at all. Right. You're just catching the yes. backlash of something else. Yes. You and know? That's it. So that's wow. one thing. We got to try to understand their value system and take time to do that. And sometimes that takes patience too. Patience yeah. because just because you get an answer don't mean it's going to all come to fruition right then and there. No. But over a period of time. You know what mm -hmm. I mean, Doc? Yes, that's it. Yes. <laughs> that's it. And so, I mean, nah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> all right. I'll tell you what, we're going to take another break and then we'll be back in a little bit. Hi, I'm Senator Rachel Ventura, and you're listening to the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast. Welcome back to the Mike, DJ, oh, and yeah. Doc podcast, where we're talking about overcoming conflict with difficult people. I mean, we don't talk yeah. about as far as identifying. We didn't talk about how to relate to them. We didn't talk about how not to change them. And then, now we're going to talk about, just briefly, before we close out this one, is don't let them be toxic in your relationship. All right? So in other words, gotcha. don't let their personalities or their difficulty to work with overpower you. Toxic people can be passive aggressive, mean, or hurtful. So if you have to deal with them, you can understand where they're coming from and then keep your distance. Toxic relationships are harmful. So... When we finished up the last portion, we was talking about trying to understand them. Guess what? If you can't come to a point to where you can get an understanding with them or make a process, uh, progress with them, well, sometimes you're going to have to operate at a distance from them because you can't let them determine or stop you from getting your goals accomplished. Can't let them stop them from getting your purpose accomplished. So yes. sometimes it's better just to separate now on the job or whatever it can be difficult you, you just can't walk away from a project without the supervision but you may need to bring right. your boss into it to explain to how this situation is playing out when you've done everything uh -huh. come because we're going to touch on that next with the teamwork and the uh supervisor stepping in but you can't let them overwhelm you and determine what your outcome going to be right doc yes correct and that is that is definitely true to the point where I mean, because life, you know, you gonna no matter where you go, you, we gonna run into difficulties, you know, and you, you can't get away from it because 
literally how the way we were made. We have co- conflicting personalities. Some mm-hmm. personalities just don't mix, mm-hmm. you know, and it just is what it is. And um, so, but, and there in, in some situations, you just have to um, make sure that you're not overanalyzing it to where it becomes stressful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where you be, be, begin to gather bitterness and angriness and become angry, mm-hmm. you know, um, because then that could lead to something, you know, very explosive. You know, people shoot up, shoot in their employment, shoot school in yes. schools and stuff, mm-hmm. shoot their coworkers. Yes. So, you know, shoot people they work with, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, where you just, I mean, allow that person to really take you there where it's gotten total out of control. Mm-hmm. And even in the scripture, it say, go to your brother, your sister that has offended you. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to them. And then if that don't work, you go get the elders, you go get leadership and others, you bring them in so we can get, bring a resolve to this Yes, because it may be in the best interest, boss, uh, pastor, uh, reverend, that uh, we, we, we be separated because otherwise this could get out of hand. Yes. And before it gets explosive Reach. and out of hand, if somebody gets hurt, you know, we need mm-hmm. to, could you separate us? You know, I mean, definitely. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you in the, in the scriptures, as we even dealing with this today, uh, in Genesis chapter 13, um, it said, Abraham talked it over with Lot. It said, let there be no strife between us. Lot was his Abraham's nephew. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, this arguing between us, it needs to stop. Uh, he let them know we're relatives. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what Abraham told his nephew Lot because mm-hmm. there was strife. There was tension going on uh-huh. because they had both become, you know, successful. They had both, you know, and mm-hmm. it was like you, they both had strong headship now. Yes. And uh, it's like saying you can't have two women in the same house. You know, you can't have, you know, two headstrong leaders in the same organ. It's not going to work. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It takes one of them just stepping out. Abraham, like, listen, you know, we need to separate, you know, because we're better than this. Mm-hmm. So that we don't have to, you know what I'm saying, our, we can be to still be family, but we ain't got to be together every day. <laughs> we ain't got to be right here. You know what I'm saying? Right. We ain't always got to be over here. You know what I'm uh-huh. You know the Bible. You know what I'm saying? It's like stepping in your neighbor's house too much. The Bible say you don't do that. Uh-huh. You know, give some space. Yes. He, told, he told his nephew, listen, here's what we'll do. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. Mm-hmm. You go to the right, I'll go to the left. Abraham said, I'm going to maintain my peace. Yes. And I'm not going to continue to have conflict with you. And I'm so confident and understanding in who I am uh-huh. that it don't matter which way you go. I'm going the opposite and I'm going to be all right. And that could be life. Mm-hmm. That takes maturity. Mm-hmm. Come on, my, 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 to tell somebody, whatever you want. Listen, mm-hmm. you, I'll pay your first month's rent and your last month's rent, but you got to go because you bring <laughs> hell in my crib, in my home. So then you, you, you got you to get about it, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'll help you get started because I, I, I can't have this. Uh-huh. So I'm doing, I'll do what's necessary. Come on, it, yeah. you know, to, you know, resolve this conflict. Yeah. That we can move on. My, my, my. Yeah. And sometimes moving on means going out separate ways. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I ain't mad at you. <laughs> like yes. Tupac would say. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at you. All right. I'm done with you, though, but I ain't mad at you. 
All right. I ain't got nothing for you, but I ain't mad at you. Check it out, Doc. We got this yes, last yes. portion right here, and then we're going to close it on out. And you okay. know, we, we love Dr. Miles Monroe on this show. We love Dr. Yes. Miles Monroe on this show. And uh, we're going to piggyback just a little bit off of that, how to deal with conflict. But now we want to talk about it real quick from a leadership perspective, from a leadership. When you mm -hmm. realize that you have two individuals in your organization and they're duel dueling with each other, how do a leader step in and sort it out? So I want to start it with this. A leader is always a team player. True leaders are always cognizant that no great accomplishment has ever been achieved by one individual. Coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is progress. Working together is success. Now, that's a quote by Henry Ford right there, that coming okay. together. So... Dr. Miles Monroe, in his book, The Spirit of Leadership, in chapter 14, he was talking about true leaders possess the attitude of teamwork because they do not care who gets the credit. They move people from their personal and private goals to serving the needs of the common good. A team spirit yeah. manifests the difference between ambition and the pursuit of a God-given destiny. Ambition is a private thing that you want to do only for your own benefit, while destiny is a big picture that involves benefiting others. That's from Dr. Miles Monroe. So, Doc, Gosh. if you was, well, doing your pastoring and your mentoring and, and all the different things that you are doing, I mean, when you spot, when you spot conflict between two individuals that you're over, because you're a supervisor on your job, I mean, how do you step in and peace between them in order to get the goal accomplished? Well, <clears throat> good question. First of all, you know, we want to sit down and address the issue. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned is to ask the right questions when there's ever a conflict between people. First of all, what do you and you, what do y'all want out of this situation? Because that's very important. Mm-hmm. What do you what do they want out of it? What do they want to resolve out of it? Mm -hmm. You know, it's another thing that's important. You know, how did we get here? That's mm -hmm. another question, you know. So let's just deal with them three right there. Yes. How did we get here? What do y'all want out of this? And how do you want to resolve this? Hear what they got to say first. Because whatever that comes out their mouth is law. Okay. It's, you know, it's law. That, 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 that's it. Because their heart is hardened in that situation right there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's where they're at right there. So if you got to find, get that answer and you'll know which direction you want to go. Because there's some people that, they're, that there's no resolution with them. There's a, there's a spirit of autism that never gets really dealt with or talked about. A lot of people deal with it and don't even know. This is the type of person that has the inability to change their mind about a situation. So if I'm mad at you, I'm mad at you. And ain't nothing pastor. I don't care what pastor them preached. I don't care what they said. Like, didn't you hear the sermon? It don't matter. They don't get it. I'm mad at that person. I am mad at them. You're not going to get beyond that. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So once you find out where they are, 
glory to God. And if there is resolve and this, oh man, listen, best thing to do is y'all just stay away from each other. Separate. Because mm-hmm. y'all can't work together. Y'all can't be in the kitchen committed together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all can't be in the, or whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. It's just not because, but if they want to resolve, mm-hmm. they want to like, you know what, we're better than this. Because many times if it took a place of even getting there, you know, it's just, it's up. I'm going to leave that right there. <laughs> I'm going to leave mm-hmm. that right there because you got to hear their heart on mm-hmm. the matter and what they want out of it. Mm-hmm. All Period. right, Doc. Because <laughs> if I want to get you, ain't nothing going to change my mind about getting you. I'm going to get them. <laughs> uh-huh. Think about how people act the fool. I'm going I'm to interject this in. This go, go ahead. I had a buddy we used to hang out. We used to go to the games and stuff. And this he, he would make a comment. I got bail money today. I got bail. I don't care about going to jail. I got bail money. Wait a minute, man. And be hell bent on. I got bail money. I'll go to jail. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the heck? Uh-huh. You know, you thinking like, man, dude, it ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. But people, that's real. Mm-hmm. Some people, once they going full force at some, and they in they feelings about, they deep in them feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, bro, ain't, ain't no changing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, whatever. You got your bail money. Hey, just leave it with me then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I come and get it. You know, hey, so uh, here, you know, and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's just my cuz. And, and that's real. And that's real. You know, and I'm a, <laughs> and there it is on another point. Yeah. All right, Doc. Ooh, well, thank you so much. We thank all of y'all for listening to the Mike DJ and Doc podcast. Mm. And we will talk to you again real soon. If you have any questions for Doc, DJ, or Mike, please go to MikeDJAndDoc.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. New episodes released on the 7th and 21st of each month. Matthew 25 and 40, Good News Translation, The King Will Reply. I tell you, whenever you did this for one of the least important of these followers of mine, you did it for me. We leave you with this question. Am I helping at least one person? The Mike DJ and Doc podcast is brought to you by Silver Cup Investments, recorded at Audio Hive Podcasting.